Good morning, everybody. This is Judith A. Gulp. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome to the show. Welcome to your life. It is uh, November the 3rd. This is wild. Time is just moving so quickly. Um, yeah, I uh, am kind of exhilarated because my phone was acting so strangely and it didn't seem like it was charged. It wouldn't come on. It was weird. I thought I would have to go to the Apple store today, but uh, I used the Google and got a fix. So yay me. Um, so yeah, yesterday I touched on it. It is disturbing. I, I know a lot of people don't like to read the news. They don't want to be inundated by the news. It's depressing. But if you want to know what's going on in society, you need to look in your local newspaper and check the crime. Just scan it. And In St. Louis, it's called Law and Order, the Law and Order section of the newspaper. And uh, you will get an idea of what's going on. And I think it's important because we cannot begin to uh, come close to fixing anything that we aren't aware of. You can't uh, manage what you don't measure. And so uh, an inordinate amount of young men are being killed at these dice games. And uh, it's unfortunate. It's very, very unfortunate. We are hunting ourselves into extinction. And it's, to me, at crisis level. And no one seems to care or notice or be upset. And, um, you know, that's, that's wrong. And this, uh, attempt to try to fix things through the criminal justice system is too late. That's too late. We need to be going into schools and partnering with people's families because, you know, we have to acknowledge that the family structure is completely different than it used to be, um, 40, 50 years ago. You know, in my neighborhood growing up, my parents couldn't get a mortgage. It was They were redlined into a certain neighborhood, and there was no way they were going to get a mortgage if they weren't married. Um, and so the byproduct of that is you grew up in a stable community, though, because I knew my neighbors, and I knew their mothers and fathers. And if there was an issue, you my parents would go to the, that parent's house, and they knew them. You know, it's it's completely different now. People are having babies with folks that just live on the block. They don't even know them that well. They're not in a relationship. They just decided to have kids together or a child together because they had sex. And it's like, ugh. We need to address all of that kind of stuff. And we need to address food insecurity. Um, sometimes people aren't safe at home. Uh, there's so many things that probably aren't under the domain of school right now, but should be addressed by someone. And, uh, you know, all of that comes into play into the types of personalities and backgrounds of folks who fight dogs and uh, roll dice and be out till three and four o'clock in the morning um, out playing dice and at the club and getting getting turned up and whatever people are saying now, turn up. You know what I mean? It's just like, that ain't me. I, I that, That's not my life. If I get shot somewhere at 2.30 in the morning, I was on my way home trying to get back in the bed to go to sleep. <laughs> you know, it's not, uh, it's not sexy over 40. You're just trying to get home, get some rest. If I, I, It's an accident that I'm even out or I'm mad that I'm even out. And even when I was younger, I remember, excuse me, it always seemed like the weirdness was going to go down after two o'clock in the morning. 
2 a.m., 3 a.m. When you're out at 3 a.m., you see some weird, weird shit. So, anyway, uh, rest in peace to the young man take off. I don't know their music. I know nothing about the Migos. I think I saw them on an episode of Atlanta, and I know they've had some hits, and I know they have a ton of fans, and this is going to be really, really devastating for their younger fans. I can't imagine being a teenager now and losing all my favorite artists to unnatural causes. You know, Juice World, uh, OD, uh, XXXTentacion gets murked out, uh, Pop Smoke gets murked out, PNB gets murked out. I mean, this is... Uh, this is a scary, scary time, and I'm not sure what's going to have to happen to make people snap out of it and realize these problems aren't going to just go away. And no, jail isn't the answer, but you need to take people out of the communities that they're in to secure those communities. And maybe instead of trying to fix the criminal justice system uh, on this end, maybe we should start offering services to families uh, in need when the children are young and uh you know you can can help them and possibly change their lives and i mean that's before the age of 7 so you got that issue there's a social component to that and then also you know make jail or prison a place that is transformative in a good way and not this monstrous scary way but to try to throw the baby out with the bathwater and be like, oh, we, you know, don't send him to prison. Let him out of jail. That's not the answer. That is clearly not the answer. So these are complicated issues, much, much uh, above my pay grade. But, I mean, some of it is just logic and common sense. So having said all that, uh, rest in peace to that young man and to all the young men that are dying, you know, at the hands of friends uh, playing dice because that happens. I don't know the uh, circumstances of this case, but I've read several cases where friends were rolling dice and uh, one of them wound up shooting and killing the other one, which is, you know, good grief. It's not really your friend. Then, of course, you know, I watched this documentary. uh, I started it before I went to bed the other night. I told you guys about it. It's called uh, God Forbid. If you get a chance to watch it, it's on Hulu. It's kind of it's kind of disturbing because um, not only do they expose Jerry Falwell Jr. as kind of the super freaky, you know, you're into what you're into. But the problem is when you come off as this pious Christian and you're banning people from doing things at, at that Liberty University, which looks... It was a very homogenous, white, Christian environment. I mean, they had, I think I saw one black student, but that was weird. And then they go back and talk about Jerry Falwell Sr.'s, you know, Christian faith movement that looked a lot like the white nationalist movement. Then you go look at this university that they founded and it's like, good grief, what... You know, you just hope people are in it for the right reasons and doing good in the world. But there are a lot of people who who will just cash in on a message. If a message resonates and they can make money, they'll just do that. And you get the feeling that the Falwells are 
are uh, Christian in talk, but they're not necessarily Christian in behavior uh, because of the things that they espoused. Uh, Jerry Falwell Sr. comes off quite racist. And then Jerry Falwell Jr. comes off as like just this ne'er-do-well. He was good at, you know, one or two things. And he's not a super Christian, but that's where his family makes their money. Sort of reminds you of the Righteous Gemstones. If you ever watched that show on HBO. So, yeah, that's some. You should check it out. I mean, on the surface, it seems like it's about this cabana boy, but it really draws some deep parallels to how Trump got the evangelicals on his side. Because let's face it, he's not what you'd call an, a religious uh person he's not somebody you would be like look i want to base my uh our run for the conservative presidency on donald trump there's nothing conservative about him so that was fascinating to watch um but yeah life is going along i'm excited to be getting some help coming in it's expensive but i will say that just the thought of having some real support and help is um you know it's breathtakingly exciting so I'm looking forward to that. Next week, get out and vote. I've already voted. I voted early. And, um, yeah, it's, it should be brisk business. It's It wasn't like the primary. I breezed in and out of the primary. But this the ballot is long in St. Louis County. There's a lot to vote on. And, um, yeah, you know, I can't, can't say publicly what you should vote for. But if you want to have a private conversation, you can uh, give me a call. All right, everybody, be your best. Take care of yourselves. Be safe. You know, try to let's try to stay healthy. I'm getting my my next uh, continuous glucose monitor in the mail. Uh, it's coming. Uh, they're expensive. I use levels. It's it's not cheap, but I do think it's been um, really helpful in understanding my relationship with, with certain foods, certain things inflame me or upset me or spike my blood sugar and those are just things you should know so hopefully we're moving towards a future where your hormone panel and your blood sugar and all of that will be just be a regular part of your physical because right now it's not and it's incredible you have to ask for these special tests and it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense at all our our hormones control everything and i've probably had some hormonal issues for decades it's very bizarre how we are doing this. Um, I've lost tons of faith in the healthcare system after having to deal with my mom in it. Because according to them, she's healthy. She has dementia, but there's nothing medically wrong with her. Okay. Don't get me started again. You know how furious I am. Dr. Phil's show has been so good this season, you guys. I have it on while I'm working from home, and he... uh this season he's really committed i don't know why people don't like him um but i mean i get why people don't like dr oz especially now but i don't get why people don't like uh dr phil but i enjoy his show and he is really giving great topics yesterday's topic was sharenting which i have thought about why people have these are going to be the most photographed and documented children in history There's just thousands and thousands of images of people's children and they put them up on social media. And, you know, I know too much about uh, uh, crime to be like, 
yeah, it's fine to put your, you know, children with no clothes on, on the internet. You know, these perverts, they, they have databases where they mark in the video where the child's legs will be exposed or where a video where the kid doesn't have a top on, um, they'll put the timestamps. I mean, this is really perverse, but you, in, in getting these likes and there is a dopamine hit when you get a bunch of likes or your video goes viral obviously there's a dopamine hit but you know you you can't risk your children's safety and well-being uh to get insta famous or you know popular on tiktok it's just not worth it you really really have to be very uh selective and judicious about what you put up on social media especially if it's got your kids in it um because while you may not be intending it to be uh, child porn to a person who is into that, they can turn it into child porn. So you really have to be careful. And there was like this clueless mom, you know, she was young and she's like, it's, I, she's breastfeeding her daughter at three. So her most successful videos are, are her breastfeeding. And she just seemed to either resist the knowledge or couldn't quite, you know, bring herself to believe that someone would use that type of imagery in a negative way. And I'm here to tell you, there are people out here who sex traffic babies. Babies. There are. I'm not making it up. It's not some QAnon thing. There are people who sex traffic infants, and there are people who try to have sex with infants. It's disgusting. It is uh, something you don't want to think about. But just because you don't want to think about it doesn't mean it's not happening. So, you know, you just got to be smart. You definitely don't want to give somebody an image of something like that. And uh, she just seemed to be like, well, I'm the mother and I get to make this. Okay, good luck. This is, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm less concerned about the baby growing up and being like, what the hell were you, why why am I on, why are you videotaping this and putting it out for the world to see? I'm less concerned about that and more concerned about perversion people taking what should be a, a a lovely image and turning it into fodder to go molest kids yipes i know it's a it's a bummer it's a downer which is why the show i'm working on is going to be fascinating because it's it's going to be in your face like that it's it's about what i've experienced and seen for myself and so yeah some of it's going to be unpleasant but we can't fix it if we don't address it. You can't, uh, you can't manage what you don't measure. And there's a lot out here that needs to be measured and managed. All right, fam, be your best. Take care. Have an amazing day. I don't want to end it on a down note, but, you know, it's mad love. This is what you get. You know, be safe out there. There's some real, real uh, demented, dark folks out there, which is why I'm not sure we needed Jeffrey Dahmer to be brought back into the public consciousness. Ugh, I was glad to have forgotten some of that shit. All right, everybody, be your best. Take care.